Hey, you wanna you wanna eat my farts? Every time we every time we rip on Andy, he rips. Every time we rip on Andy, he's gonna rip one back. <laughs> I don't have enough loaded in the chamber to make that happen. So he's gonna uh, start yeah. putting those beers in him. Well, we've had some pizza, so we've had some pizza and beer. Yeah, I know. Oh, you I'm guys are you guys are gonna blast me out. We could blast you out. You're gonna do it. Used to be four ordinary teenagers. Hey, cats and kittens and dogs and puppies, it's Saturday morning, Tuesdays. We're all animals. We're all cute animals. We're co- <laughs> <laughs> this is a podcast real cartoons. See, talk about cartoons. We watch the cartoons, and we're all cats and animals. We're all different, various animals. And in this in this uh what you guys don't know maybe is that we're in, in together in one room we're recording together mm. in yeah. a tight hot in a tight hot closet <laughs> it's it's all three of us it's, it's us friends us. andy it's austin and rory yeah i'm the andy one i'm i'm a i'm i'm a rhino no no i'm a hippo let's Uh-oh. let's go that way i'm a hippo if we're all animals we're all animals i'm mm-hmm. austin i'm i'm a little cat who's <laughs> who, who lost his way <laughs> And I'm what, worried, you I'm do a, drugs now? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm I'm a soaring eagle. <laughs> <laughs> a roaring eagle. A roaring eagle. Ooh. Rory. That's well, it's a, that's a even though I'm, I'm out of my space, I immediately found something to fidget with. It was like holding it up <laughs> by the microphone. Hey, you know what, Austin? I liked I liked that roaring eagle joke. I really liked it so much. And this is my birthday present to you. <laughs> it's like a nice little laugh for you. Wow. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I just thought you'd appreciate it. One laugh. Just, it's not even that much of a pity laugh. Get. Yeah, no, you can give that to me. That's fine. I mean, I'm I'm just here. It's just my birthday. It's my birthday, but it's not just my birthday today. That's true. It's our podcast's motherfucking birthday. I'm this, a bone. This is tone. crazy. We've been doing this for a year. Does it feel like we've been doing this for a year? Not yeah, really. About you think? No? Okay, vote, vote one. Vote one for the other. Uh, I feel like it's. I'll go in the middle. I'll split us right in the middle so that we <laughs> never make a decision. You think I feel like I feel like it's been about six months. <laughs> No, it's been it's been really fun. Uh, we've changed a lot. We're doing things better. Well, yeah, because I was gonna say like I feel like I mean it's been um, you know it's it it it's been a quick year, but I also don't really remember what I used to do on my Tuesday mornings before <laughs> I was recording. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's it's what I've replaced in my in my mind with what I do on Tuesday mornings. Yeah, because I'm up from Portland right now, and yeah. Rory's over from Taipei. Yeah, Rory's in the states for the first time in two years. Uh, I know. How's that feeling? It's interesting. I um I didn't really. Think two years. It was weird because one year came and kind of came up on me, and I was like, "Oh, I haven't been here that long." And if I start going home every year, I'll never spend summer in Taiwan, so I'll just do a summer here. And then the second year, really, I mean, it's the year we were doing the podcast, but like, second year is too long to be gone. I didn't care for it mm-hmm. at all. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we missed you. Yeah. I mean, I, I I am very uncomfortable seeing all of your faces. Kyle's here too. He's looking right at me. He doesn't say anything because he never says anything in this podcast. Uh, but he's oh boy, he's looking at his lips now. For the viewers, the listeners at home, he's uh, coming up with funny jokes to write. And <laughs> he's going to record them on himself and sneak them into the podcast. Yeah, and I guess we should paint the picture a little bit for the for the listeners uh, in the car in their cars. Austin, uh, Austin's over there. He's making a lot of uh, really horrible faces. He's t- he's completely nude. Uh, I just wanted to describe what we're what we're looking mm-hmm. at here. Right, this looks like a rattlesnake. <laughs> it's making it's the sounds. a cat's as a cat's rattlesnake penis. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Rory's Rory, what are you what are you wearing? Describe your clothes for us. 
thought you were going to say describe your penis. <laughs> <laughs> no, I kind of wanted to, to, to. I wanted to do. I the wanted penis to tilt joke. us away from that angle on the oh. conversation. <laughs> uh, I'm wearing I'm wearing a goose feather shirt. <laughs> Like you say goose and you immediately get me. I don't know what it is. <laughs> You've said the word. I'm helpless. And and my boots go up to my nipples. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. So uh that's that's really fun. And uh I'm just I'm in a full Naruto outfit that they bought for me. We make him wear and I'm we spanked him till they would put it on. <laughs> yeah. You know, um you know that giant penny that's in Batman's Batcave? Like Andy's sort of sitting on one of those. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's really great. Uh, we're we're gonna, wearing normal people clothes. We're wearing just full track suits. <laughs> we're the sweating. That keep coming out of your mouth. <laughs> okay, okay, but I want to, you know, you know, we're gonna we're gonna have sort of like an extra textual language now that we have sort of like the, each other in view. I want to make yeah, sure now, that we now that yeah. we've vamped for our appropriate amount of time, should we, <laughs> should we should we describe today's episode? Oh God, Look, yes, please. On one's birthday, you get a little bit of indulgence. Mm-hmm, yeah. And One that's does, why, and that's why yeah. he has a big mug of ice cream and root beer. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's my day, and nobody can say no to the baby. I get dairy today. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Austin is lactose intolerant. Yeah, uh, that's a that's a fact. That's a that's a Saturday morning Tuesday's fact. Um, so today we thought we would go back. We would travel back in time one year to the uh, jacket backward. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna go Jeff style, jacking it backwards all the way one year to, to the, the initial mistakes that we made. Uh, That's right. Yeah. So I would say, you know, we originally we watched three shows. Mm-hmm. We watched Dinosaurs. We watched Digimon, and we watched Sonic the Hedgehog. And those three cartoons we've all canceled. Uh, mm-hmm. We've we've killed them off in a terrible passion. I would say, and. <laughs> Today we've come back to dig up their corpses and give them a proper burial. Oh yeah, burial. They, they were shows we put a lot of time into picking, but having not actually done a show about them before, <laughs> realized that they, you know, they they didn't make as good uh, recurring recurring like radio talk as we had hoped. Right. Yeah. Right. We got tired of them. We got tired mm-hmm, of watching mm-hmm. them. We stuck around to... with Digimon longer than the other two, but uh, but we, in the end we said goodbye to them. They were. Well, and, and yeah, we're digging up the corpses. We're reading the bones. Yeah, we left their corpse on the side of a road, and now we're coming back. Coming back and, in the truck. Well, I do believe right, we gave Sonic phantoms. the Hedgehog a Viking funeral. That's true. We sent him out into the murky water. Though right. it was unclear if Austin was familiar with what a Viking funeral was. <laughs> if I remember correctly, he said we Spock has a Viking funeral. <laughs> yeah, but Spock did have a Viking funeral. No, they just put his boat in space. <laughs> they put his little pod in space. That's it. Well, we the, Viking, the fire is the important part of the Viking funeral. <laughs> well, you can't, okay. I know some people would disagree with you. <laughs> it's about you, you, know, just, you know Vikings? <laughs> some, uh, some. And astronauts who got to go to, go to sleep in go space. To go to Spock's house. Go to Spock's house. What's the name of that ship? Spock's house. It's that spaceship that's Spock's house. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, I think we wanted to uh, we wanted to go back to possibly what was our uh, biggest mistake uh, that we can blame Austin for. He never engaged with us on our original premise. He chose dinosaurs against all man and God and and everyone else and made us watch this. We wanted to start with dinosaurs. Yeah, and to sort of see, I think the real idea was when we dropped these shows, we were curious. We were to hopeful know- that the they're incredibly. Far reaching uh, for another episode attempts at keeping the show alive. Yeah, the ebb and flow of more and more preposterous. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like because we watched up through episode 10. Yes, we did. And then they made 60 plus Mm -hmm. of these. 65. 65. So, you know, what does it look like at the end? One year. (laughs) 
What does it look like near the end of this run after these people, uh, you know, these, the creator of this show and these folks, what has happened after another 55 episodes of this? Well, Well, let's go find out. Let's dig up those bonds. We used to be four ordinary teenagers until one day we met some new friends from out of town. They were called Dinosaucers. My friends and I became the secret scouts, allies to these dinosaurs from outer space. And joined in Okay, so our cute little kitten has chosen Dinosaurs episode 63 for us to watch in this horrible trip back in time. Uh, it's called I Got Those Old Reptilon Blues Again, Mama Sore. <laughs> and let's, uh, let's, let's pour some out for the recurring blues motif. <laughs> it's blues. It's also almost a direct parody on a Janis Joplin album. Mm-hmm. I got them old cosmic blues again, mama. It's just an old, like, it's a weird old thing. They did quite a few, uh, uh, uh also dino puns this one before I forget where. Okay. So, you know, you know how they abbreviate old. What does that mean? It means old, right? So where's the apostrophe in that word in old? It would be at the end, right? It's at the beginning. <laughs> it's at the beginning in this episode. It was like that on the wiki page, and I looked at it, and it's like that on the title card in the show oh, because, itself. Because in this episode, it's short for cold. <laughs> <laughs> I got those cold. It should, be, it should have two. It should have one at the front end. Maybe it's short, is it short for cool? I got those those cool reptilian blues. It's like a full cockney, like, glottal stop. Oh, right? God. It's really, I don't understand. I don't know. Michael, why? Uh, now, here we go. Here's the blurb. The Tyrannos go back to Reptilon to return to their old jobs. And Aloe, Terex, and Bronto Thunder follow them to see if they really are. But will the three dinosaurs decide to stay on Reptilon? Uh-oh. <laughs> you know, to understand why they would stay on Reptilon, I think we would first have to understand why they're on Earth. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got the I was in the impression they were like some sort of elite spacefaring super cops, but I guess they just all used to have very normal jobs. I know. Yeah. Like they're the only people in the whole fucking world who volunteered for this gig. This episode is so focused on the job aspect. <laughs> yeah. Which is a weird thing to focus on. I mean, they were people they had lives, you know, mm-hmm. like their old lives, but it's like, yes. They've been, okay, so they've intercepted a communication. Ryan is on the the dino computer. <laughs> And he's deciphering the type, deciphering the Tyranno code that's like telling them to go home and go back to their regular jobs. Yeah, and the go co- back to Reptilon. <laughs> <laughs> the code looks like some kind of weird sliding tile puzzle or something. Mm-hmm. With lots of strange pictures. And why is Ryan even the one decoding this? Well, I don't, know. I don't know, but I got summer internship. <laughs> is uh, is is Ryan and Aloe the like one true pair of this of this of this fucking show? Yeah, they have, <laughs> they have a they have such they they they've got about a ten second cut of them longingly staring into each other's eyes and then embracing yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's weird so what is so the 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 intercepted communication says uh attention tyrannos return to reptilon and resume resume civilian lives abandon earth right uh this is clearly a trick this is a trick done by the tyrannos to make the dinosaurs think that they're heading home to do i don't know it's a strange yeah. but the trick, trick so it's like so the dinosaurs are hesitant because this is definitely a trick mm-hmm and it was definitely a trick, but the trick was different than the trick they thought it was. It was a whole complicated mess yeah. where they thought that the 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 Tyrannos leaked this message to them to just like make them go home. Be like, oh, there's no more Tyrannos. Yeah. And this one, they were like, we will actually do it, but then we're going to stop later. 
Yeah, so if you're listening to this and you're confused, we are also confused. (laughs) Yeah, it's really, it's really strange. It reminded me of, uh, you know, just the way that Team Rocket and Pokemon would always just get real jobs as part of their schemes. Mm -hmm. And they they weren't, they didn't like steal money from the company or, (laughs) or do, or or perform their job duties to to like less than their full ability. (laughs) Yeah. They just went and got jobs. And this is true. This is what happens to, like Austin said, there's at least, I think, 50% of this episode spent just paying attention to the jobs the Tyrannos and the Dinosaurs had before they became who they are right now. Like, I get the kernel of this idea of this, mm-hmm. the writers thinking, okay, this is fun. We see them do their old jobs. Yeah. And, but then that became this huge driving plot element that they yeah, kept instead of got like so many over plates the world spinning because there's about eight different dinosaurs we have to keep track of. Yes. Right. Yes. Um, but right. the, the, and the, the main, realized, the main oh, yeah, plot there's got to be think, a plan in this somewhere. Yeah, like it's so the basically uh, here, here's me trying to explain what's supposed to happen. The Tyrannos think that they're going to go back to Reptilon and take their old jobs back so that the dinosaurs will follow them and leave Earth. A, that leaves Earth unprotected. Also, then, it leaves Reptilon un, more protected yeah, in right. some ways. In some ways, it leaves Reptilon more protected. Genghis but, Rex makes a move on the. Yeah. Anyway, Genghis Rex and his sister, Princess Deinonychus. Princess Di. Princess Di. That's a fun little reference that's dated. (laughs) Yeah. They plan together, like, for some reason, they're going to show up and that situation they've created will make it easier for them to do like a double pronged takeover, like a coup of both Reptilon and Earth. Because they realized that the plan that they had started the episode with had absolutely no legs to drive us, drive the story. Like, (laughs) okay, well, what happens after they're there? Ooh. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it. it oh, God, but we do learn a lot about Reptilon. That's, yeah. that's, this is the reason we chose the episode. Yeah, right? it's a fun episode. We we wanted to learn about Reptilon because we had so many questions after the first ten episodes about yeah. what even is the deal there, and I still have questions after we're done. Very many, a yes. lot. Um, My favorite thing about the jobs thing, though, was um, you know as as the as the Tyrannos have decided they're going to you know go for their coup. Uh, before they do that, Aloe is like, "Who's gonna Who's gonna help me keep an eye on these Tyrannos?" And uh, and Bronto Thunder and uh, Terex. <laughs> we're like, we, we just we can't take a day off. We just, you told us to get our old jobs back. Yeah, <laughs> your one day I can't. I have to go to work now. <laughs> right. Yeah. And yeah, the, the dinosaurs and the Tyrannos yeah, both do that. Yeah, they all have commitments. They like, load oh, up their plate. I can't go do a coup right now. I got to go work at McDinos. You made me get this job. <laughs> now you're blowing me up for having um, to go to work? So before they go, uh, when Aloe realizes he's got to go, then he start, He looks at Ryan. Yeah. He's like, I might be gone forever, Ryan. And they have this, <laughs> one yeah, last, this one tender, last tussle in the dark. This tender song plays and they stare at each other and have a have a sad hug and everybody's like sad and and i don't mean to harp on this but we were very unclear about why the why the tyrannos and the dinosaurs are here at our, on earth in the first place we weren't sure if they were stranded it's very clear now that they can go home whenever they, they want yeah and it's why would they, they stay and the space faring is uh pretty laissez-faire yeah it's really easy so like why were they here why can't why can't they come back space fair they they said that they had almost arrived at reptilon by the space time they'd fair. finished their conversation leaving <laughs> yeah. earth they were like oh, hey we're gonna go to Reptilon. hey we're almost here like mm-hmm. 
Oh shit! It seems it's like super it takes close. them longer to get from the from their base to the Houston Astrodome. <laughs> yeah, than it, it does to Reptilon to, <laughs> to a distant Earth. Well, on the concept, Earth planet. Yeah, the concept is that it's in a, it's a counter Earth, which has been debunked by actual science and probes and stuff. But the idea that there is an Earth that's in an exact opposite orbit behind the Sun from us, so that oh, you couldn't I see missed it. that they said that. Like that's the like that's the premise, right? Is that Reptilon is just hiding behind the Sun I from us? But that's not. But I mean. That's not that far away. That's in the same solar system. So, like, on one hand, I do get it. I, I find it fun that, you know, through all of our science and wizardry that we're able to, it's just like nobody could figure out if it's, like, it was just another one on the other side. Of and the are side. we running with the assumption then that the asteroid never hit? And so then then we had the dinosaurs just kind of keep going. I like that they're from our solar system. I totally missed it. I thought they were, it was an intergalactic sort of thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. But regardless, they make the dinos. Sorry. Regardless, they make the uh, the kids really sad because they think they're never going to come back. And then and they Ryan's just sort of go. His boyfriend. His okay, boyfriend's goodbye. Moving, moving back home. <laughs> uh, but, but then we, we begin an incredibly long sequence of learning about the, the all these characters' past lives. And well, let's not bl- let's not completely blaze over meeting, finding out that there's a guy named the Dino Sorcerer. <laughs> and the Dino Sorceress. There's a sentence that they utter. When they arrive, okay. that is the dino sorcerer and dino sorceress will be meeting us at the, the dino, dino port. port. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think maybe that's the best thing that's ever come of this show. It's no really terrible dactyl is, is, is my favorite pun by a leap in a mile. I, I'm, re- I'm ready to give it to nasty shark. Myself. Oh my God. No, that's not a pun though, but nasty shark blew my dick straight off. <laughs> <laughs> It was so Rory's brand that it just, oh. yeah. Um, so they, they finally arrive at Reptilon super quickly. Yeah. Um, this God, this jobs plot is so fucking stupid. I think I think what we need to do is just really quickly do a rundown. We go by every person that we learn well, about. But first, okay. but first, Al is like, okay, you did you write down the street names? Oh God, yeah, yeah. 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 Hold oh, on, oh my God. I've got a whole yeah, thing on that too. So Terex Terex realizes that she's never been to Allo's house on Reptilon, and he's like, oh well, do you know where Palmer Avenue meets Emerson and Lake? Yeah, well, I live on Palmer. You can reach me there. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's so mundane that it's kind of incredible. I I, I find it, of all the things that are unbelievable about the show, the fact that I'm supposed to believe a different planet uses like our own street names was the most unbelievable thing. I actually More than dinosaurs that are people. I actually Mm -hmm. looked up these names. Oh, I did. like LA, right? Well, no, it turns out that uh, uh, there is a British prog rock band called Emerson Lake and Palmer. I knew that. Mm. Fuck, I knew Emerson Lake. Yeah. Who's... Who's on the writing staff that just wanted to get that in? <laughs> the Janis Joplin, yeah, uh-huh. like weird British prog rock, like, yeah, they they're they're throwing in some bones that is only they're only for them. That's okay. We don't have to constantly talk about the show as a whole, but I feel like that was part of the point of coming back. I feel like Dinosaurs is chock full of stuff that kids would never get or want. Like mm-hmm. they had Lizard never. Taylor, Lizard Taylor, and yeah, and, and Dino, Dino Shore. It was I think it was just Dinosaur, Cecil Dinosaur, B. Cecil B. Dimetrodon. Cecil B. Oh Dimetrodon. My God. Yeah. It's just it's full of stuff like that. It, yeah. It's like okay, so Aloe is the first one we learn details about, and he goes home, and we meet his wife and child, who yes. I guess so he, he tells us, my wife and my baby. <laughs> yes. Hello, my wife and my baby. <laughs> ah, yes, and Gator Maid. <laughs> and Gator Maid! <laughs> He's got a, gay, a maid who is just a Gator woman, and she has no name. Yeah, he it's just Gator calls maid. her Gator Maid. <laughs> but, okay, so Aloe's wife is Vera, 
So that's a fun joke. Aloe vera. Oh, I didn't even get it. Aloe vera. And aloe's daughter is alouette. Alouette. Like the fucking French song. And I just, yeah. And then and then Gator Maid is going to make him a D-bone steak, which sounds really sexual. Yeah, a D-bone. Is that like a di- D for dinosaur? Yeah, like a I dinosaur so. bone I, steak? I thought it's, it, re, it plays as D-boned. And I was like, why would you take the bone? I, it's supposed to be like a T-bone steak, <laughs> yeah. right? With, but it's just a with D-bone the D for steak? dinosaur. <laughs> D-boning is a thing. It is, it is, it is. That's got to mean that they eat dinosaurs, though. <laughs> you never or know. Or a bone in the shape of a D that <laughs> I don't. The shape of the D. <laughs> uh, for the listeners at home, Rory just made a really obscene gesture with his fist. He did it again. <laughs> um, uh, so this this is, I want to take a minute just Great. to reflect on the fact that Aloe has a family that yeah. he is not seeing. He's never mentioned them. He's well, never he's mentioned living, them. He's living with his boy toy across the universe. <laughs> he's living in sin. Well, and child. you know, spoilers for the end of the episode, but they just go home without saying goodbye to anybody. <laughs> Aloe, Aloe cares, has more sen- sentimental moments with Ryan and the Secret Scouts <laughs> than his own wife and child. What's going on, it. Aloe? I love my own wife and child. <laughs> I know your names. He's not. Tell like me them again. I love visit. your voices. Say it though. Just he's <laughs> not like making it any. He has like no like. Oh God, I want to go back to Reptilon to see my family. Mm-hmm. Nope. All right. Let's talk about Bronto Thunder's life. Yeah. He has uh, a horrible pun as a job that is like it fails as a pun. Yeah. His he his he works for a man named the Reptile Man. Reptile. I just a, wrote, at that point I just write I was wrote an, oh my god oh my god tile pun next level silliness like I just stopped the puns the puns at that right. point had sort of completely gone it's, off the rails. It's bad. Yeah. He's a tile rep like a sales rep for ceramic tiles, but they're making a reptile joke. I, I don't know. It doesn't go anywhere. But but like we were talking about, Bronto Thunder has become a part of this elite team. And his, his last job on his resume is painting ceramic tiles. And now uh, he's the second in command <laughs> yeah, of a well, dinosaur crime fighting team. He finds out that his girlfriend is the new co-owner. So he's got about just about as much training as ICE agents do. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, his girlfriend, a patty Soros. A patty Soros. And he runs in, they do the weird tail twist together. Oh, I was not on board with that tail because their tails are already so grotesquely like hyper plump dicks. Yeah, they look like weird <laughs> earthworms. They, yeah. And we, yeah, whenever two people have an emotional moment and they caress each other and they're dinos, their tails worm together like the little <laughs> worms. <laughs> <laughs> oh no but so then Bronto's like yeah so then I got my old job and my girlfriend back I don't know how they do these long distance relationships it's really yeah. really odd uh, and then we, we see Terex is like a movie star a TV star she works at Terry Mount Studios she's given uh-huh. her old job on a TV show called Dynasty it's very funny <sighs> and it's it's like Oh my god, it's really frustrating. Uh, who else? Oh, then then we learn about the the Tyrannos jobs. So we had Plesio who works for Nasty Shark. Yes, <laughs> Plesio works uh, for a law firm. Yeah, called of... Slither Slither and Shark. Yeah, and that shark in question is His a man named Nasty, Nasty Shark. <laughs> uh, There's what? really nothing about him in general that no, he, he gets one line. He gets one line, but but Nasty Shark is a Nasty slam shark. dunk. Yeah, it's Solid a slam goddamn dunk. Joke. He's claimed my heart. <laughs> Uh, we got Storaco, who's a dentist, and oh my gosh, he works... a pinch on Paula Manyankum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I just 
I don't know. He's apparently bad now. He sucks because he's been working for the Tyrannos for so aggressive. long. And he's very aggressive. So he gets kicked out, but he lies to. Yeah, I kind of like that. It. I liked all of that. I like that he was bad at his job but because mm-hmm. of being a Tyranno. And I also like that he's lying about having a job. Yeah. To his actual boss. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, and Kylo works at McDino's, mm-hmm. uh, but it's terribly boring. But he lies about it being fun because uh, he does. I guess he just wants to, you know, he wants Genghis Rex to be happy. Yeah. Uh, and then the one that makes the least amount of sense to me is Quackpot. Yeah. It, oh, because he also goes on TV. Because he's Pee Wee Herman. He was Pee Wee yeah, Herman. He's who got was his the own one who was like, dinosaur. I have several promising interviews lined up. Oh, <laughs> I thought that was very funny. That is Plesio. Because he didn't yeah. want it. He didn't get this hired back This one's a little more the accurate attorneys. to the millennial play. <laughs> yeah. He can't, just, well, he can't just show up and get a job immediately. <laughs> like our grandpa said we could. So I feel like the last five minutes or so of the episode is when the plot actually occurs. Yes. Uh, Aloe and, and Genghis Rex, having been rebuffed by their followers because their followers all have jobs now, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, go alone to oh. go try and do the stuff with the dinosaurs yeah. or dinosaurs. It's pretty upsetting when... that Aloe and, and Genghis Rex didn't get jobs. Like, let's all go back and all get jobs. Yeah. And they just, neither of them got jobs. They spent so much fucking time talking about going back to their jobs. And then we don't <laughs> even get anything. <laughs> Aloe and... Yeah, Aloe's job was being the dinosaurceresses, like, never. Nephew. nephew, that's right. He's just nepotism. Yeah. That's how he got his it's, job. Same yeah. with Bonehead. Speaking mm-hmm. of Bonehead, when I was watching episodes to figure out which one to watch yeah. for this this uh, special, I found out through one episode that they mentioned that Bonehead is Aloe's niece's kid. Or Aloe's sister's kid. Oh, boy. So his sister is Bonehilda? Maybe, yeah. Oh. God. It's a weird, it's a weird odd thing that might. Unless Bonehead has two moms. Yeah, it's possible. <laughs> it's Could possible. Be. It's it's just like a weird offline that's like, oh, what about Bonehead? Why is Bonehead here? Like, oh, he's Aloe's sister's kid or something. <laughs> I'm so glad that you picked an episode that had no Bonehead. Yeah. Like, thank you for that from the yeah, bottom no of problem. my heart. Yeah. <laughs> um. So the only thing that happens at the end here. This is the stuff that I wanted more info about. I wish that the episode mm-hmm. would have spent more time on this. It was all about the dinosaur. The dinosaur. <laughs> I want to yeah. know more about the dinosaur who has a book that tells the future. Yeah, he's got this <laughs> prophetic you, book. Are you talking about the book of Reptilon, Reptilonian Wisdom? Yes, That's the one. That is the one. <laughs> they also and it's not like wisdom. It just says what will happen tomorrow for, I guess, ad infinitum. He's just, they're just like, let's look at the book. Oh, it looks like today we're going to be kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're kind of badass about it. Like they don't really respond. They're, to yeah, they're, they're really actually cool. really cool. They're you really see cool. them together. We the see dinosaurs them having wizard sorcerer, dinner. Having wizard dinner and <laughs> saying they say, mm, "Pass the salt, my husband." And they like telekinesis the salt over, kind of like when Anakin and Padme were floating pears don't, over. Don't bring that each in other here. In episode two, don't bring that in this place. I will and and have. <laughs> so. Yeah, they, they have a book that tells the future and they like realize they're going to get kidnapped today and they're like, hmm, should be interesting. Should we cancel other appointments? Like super badass. Uh, yeah. Genghis and Aloe show up and they basically get like they kill lectured some, at. Yeah. Oh, first they kill people. They kill some guards. They straight up kill them. Yeah. They fossilize them and turn them into dust. Those people well, are the dead. Well, the dinosaur yeah. was talking about how the on the day they're going to get kidnapped when she's looking at the book. Yeah. Like, I guess I'll get my scales done another day. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess she doesn't consult the book of what is going to happen in the future before she schedules when she, <laughs> <laughs> when she makes plans. <laughs> like, yeah, actually a, a huge apparently. oversight. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but then Tyranno or Genghis Rex walks in, but in the door and they're like mm, you're late yeah they basically <laughs> pull a disappointed parents routine on both of them and they're like look just go back to earth and go go ruin their planet yeah come back, fight on come earth as friends they also catch his lasers in a cup they do and ask la- if he wants them back <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> That's a power play. Yeah. Damn. I want more about these dinosaurs. They're so much cooler well, than anyone else. If we're to presume else. that there's some sort of like dino royalty and as is Genghis Rex by... Then, like, this is some sort of, like, you know, Shakespearean family drama that's yeah, playing out on Earth. It is. Yeah. Although, what I want to know, though, is I feel like when the dinosaur gives them the chat about, like, look, Earth is your problem. You, <laughs> yeah. go, you go work this thing out together. And once you, like, solve that, then we can talk. But the Tyrannos are, like, actively a terrorist organization. And it's kind of pulling this, like, mm-hmm. some very fine people on both sides kind of bullshit that's, it- like... It's it's the walk back that happens at the every 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 episode we've talked about like yeah. because the only really truth the only like his like the only right thing to do is kill the Tyrannos mm-hmm. because they right, can't or put they them to, in Dino Jail. Well, yeah, or lock them up in in, in Guantanamo Bay, but <laughs> in Penal Planet Seven. <laughs> Penal Planet Seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they I, have to. They have to just. They have to sort of walk back everything that they that the dinosaurs do. Going Dynamo Bay. Sorry, that's <laughs> you. You really want your points for that? Hey, <laughs> no. hey, Kyle, can you give him a high five? I think that's my joke nice. that he's pulled out of like from nice. like last week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, like the last thing that happens, or the last thing that happens that's important to me is uh, Genghis and Princess Die are like oh. being really upset, oh, and, boy. and she basically makes fun of him, and he looks at her and he goes. One of these days, die. <laughs> One of these days, pow, zoom, right to the earth. And it, it's not good. It's not. It doesn't land. No. It's not good. It's a bad reference it's that a, kids won't get and no one likes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the worst, like, fun sitcom thing because it's not fun. And it's <laughs> not a good, not good. Uh, so how do we feel? How do we feel about having gone back to this show? What's our feeling? I liked I, it. I, you know, as, you know, as much as we like the, as much as we really like the, uh, the, like, anchovy and and mm. onion like if, if you know if we're gonna flavor this pizza yep mm-hmm. it's a weird flavored pizza right and i was there for it i was right. the flavors were working to me for me today yeah we've seen enough shows that are completely bland and uninteresting uh-huh. and have nothing to speak about that like dinosaurs never fails to deliver you know something weird and yep. goofy as fuck and yeah yeah, maybe maybe this time we're gonna launch raw meat at someone. Maybe this time we're gonna play baseball. Mm-hmm. Maybe this time we're gonna turn a boy yeah. into a cave boy. Dinosaurs only real sin. Uh, well, it's it, as, <laughs> as 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 podcast yeah, material. Yeah, mics are live, Rory. As podcast <laughs> material was was kind of having was going to the same well too much too frequently. Right, the amount of like, okay, well now they. Okay, they do go to the same <laughs> plots of like when I was looking through plot synopsis, it's just like, well, the Tyrannos think that they're talking about going to another thing, but they mean <laughs> this, and then they just the overhearing and mm-hmm. and the Tyrannos mis, like misunderstanding something about human culture right. and going way off the deep end about it, and right. yeah, yeah, but it does usually give us something silly. I think I think maybe we liked this because we took a break. I yeah. think so. <laughs> I think so too. Yeah, and no bonehead. No bonehead. <laughs> and no bonehead. Ah. Uh, Wow. Yes, that was enjoyable. Good stuff. Happy birthday to this podcast. Okay, thanks for joining us in our in our weekly our weekly episode where we uh, it, uh, get money from advertisers by telling you about their things they do. So it's this really week, good. this thing, this week is what's going to happen is Austin's going to tell us about one of those things they do. And I am. Austin's, the, Austin's here and he's ready to tell us about the, the things the advertisers do. So, Austin, please tell us about uh, legal do-overs. 
<laughs> Legal Do-Overs is a brand new promotion being offered by the law firm of Happy Handshake and Johnson. And they, uh, they've got, <laughs> uh, they, they're trying a new thing. They weren't getting a ton of clients. Uh, and so they're promising a new thing. They've been running these commercials at about three in the morning. Um, promising legal do-overs for all of their clients. So if you start, if you sign up with Happy Handshake and Johnson, <laughs> HH&J, um, <laughs> that, <laughs> that uh, you can, if you're in trouble with the law, um, they can just, they know who to talk to. They found out who to talk to, to, to not, to just not ha- have it, to not have crimes <laughs> that you've done. So how does it work? Is this actually overwrite reality or is it just like everyone looks the other way? Cause well, they're not giving it away to the wizards. public. They're not right. They're not giving away the secrets to the public right okay. now because then anybody could do it and okay. can give you a legal do over. Um, I think it, the secret is going to spread. I have some inside information. Yes. Um, that they've they've talked to uh, the the grand arbitrator, um, and the grand arbitrator is just the king of the law, as we all know. Yeah, lives on the moon. Mm-hmm. Right, down, looks down upon a small Earth. Yeah, so they've a small blue rock. They've got they've done small uh, lawyer spaceships that take them uh, up to the grand arbiter, and <laughs> they plead for him, and they provide your case uh they give him a dossier and he takes about 23 minutes and he's back and um you light a candle and then he'll um hopefully make that legal do-over and the ritual is complete yeah wow uh that's amazing Mm -hmm. sounds like a great way to get out of some trouble yeah the fees are huge oh okay yeah here's the problem it's only as far as the law is concerned. Everybody still knows that you like killed somebody. <laughs> Got it. Okay, so the social ramifications. Right. It's there. just everybody kind of shrugs and like well, we can't do anything about <laughs> it. So it's like you've committed double jeopardy, basically. Mm. You did it on a purge day. Yeah, you did it on a purge day, but everybody knows that you've done the kill. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, for you would-be murderers out there, I think this is for you. That's the one. We're all about one beer in. We can still see each other in every little contour of each other's beards. And, and I see, and I see two Austins. Was my favorite number of Austins. <laughs> and, and I've got beer goggles on both of them, and they're kissing. I am stronger as a team. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, for this one, we've gone back to uh, my favorite childhood, like young childhood cartoon, Sonic the Hedgehog. This one's my fault. I fully apologize to everyone in the room ahead of time. And that might require a little bit of prefacing. We were all supposed to pick at the very beginning, the impetus of the show. Uh, and we didn't mention dinosaurs, as you'll find out why in a minute. We all were all supposed to pick a cartoon that was near and dear to our hearts uh, as the show that we sort of like sponsored for the cartoon show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, so there was some blood in just the water. There was a little you know? blood in the water, and and Austin and Andy spilled a little blood into the ritual into the ritual pool. And I too cut myself, and then Austin ran away, scampering into the woods like a little moon elf that he is. <laughs> he walked away, he ran no. away, and he said, "Oh, ah, all of my cartoon childhood shows were so good. I can't pick one that's bad." And then he cho- chose the dinosaurs for us and made us suffer. You can still do Road Rovers. I still put that one out there. <laughs> 
Yeah, maybe one day. When maybe we do our race day. cars, when we do race cars. That's not jokes on you, I never liked Road Rovers. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Uh, so Sonic the Hedgehog, the Saturday morning cartoon, not the original uh, that aired a little bit earlier, called Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. That's this one easy is mistake, easy mistake. Easy mistake. Uh, this is the slightly more dark, slightly more uh, teen-oriented or preteen-oriented Sonic and they the aired, Hedgehog. And they aired concurrently, right? They did air concurrently. <laughs> Very That's odd. a really stupid decision. <laughs> so I had I had us watch uh, the very memorable to me Sonic the Hedgehog uh, two parter episode seventeen and eighteen. It's called Blast to the Past, uh, and here's a blurb that will try to explain what happened. Uh, the war with Robotnik is going poorly. The only hope may lie in a pair of magical time stones. Using them, Sonic and Sally could travel to Mobotropolis's past prior to Robotnik's takeover and stop the fight before it begins. In part two, the time travel mission to stop Robotnik has failed, and his armies have already taken Mobotropolis. Also, Sonic and Sally have somehow put their younger selves and not whole village at risk. That's accurate. We're so if, in you time didn't, if you nonsense. didn't, if you, yeah, if you didn't quite get it, this is the one where Sonic goes back in time to kill Hitler. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and you know, unfortunately, fails at every step of the way. Yeah, it's really bad, and he says a lot of really just terrible things, uh, horrible one-liners. It is the quippiest episode I remember mm-hmm. of, the, of the ones we've seen. It's almost every single line is a one-liner. It's just a throwaway little rude line. And really? I'm not talking about Sonic. Sally is egregious in this one. Yep. Uh, it's it's pretty dense. It's pretty dense with nonsense. It is. And it's, you know, it's Jaleel White's very frustrating voice that he does for <laughs> Sonic all the time. Uh, Steve Urkel just making our... Making our sadness organs hum. And he says the only line I liked about six lines in, and then for the rest of the Sonic lines, I'm done with him. What was that one? Well, it was when I said I jelly and jammed ya. <laughs> <laughs> you like jelly and jam? My yeah, respect like for Sally has grown yeah. so much, though, when I realized that she's had to put up with Sonic like this <laughs> since they early, were... early childhood. Yeah. She's been listening to him just spouting bullshit. But she was a lot decades. better about winning the arguments than she is now. Now she, well, I mean, now we just, she just has, she's, she's, she's so dead inside that she just lets him say it. Right. And we see the little kids and she's just like not putting up with his baloney. Yeah. With like, you know, like an old couple where the <laughs> woman just, well, he wore me down. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. She's, yeah, Sal. <laughs> she's okay. been worn down. She's done. Um. Yeah. It's. With the, the first act of this two-parter, because it's a two-parter, we don't need to talk about every single moment that happened. It's a no, lot of we'll go through it as if it were a one-parter. Yeah, three, yeah, as if it's a one-parter. The first act of this is them going with a character you guys haven't met yet named yeah, they Dulcie have the Dragon. Dragon. Now. Okay, but before that, we have some other new characters that are very brief. And, and I was die, very sad. basically. Yeah, they got turned into robots, but we did have a horseman and a bear <laughs> man, and this horseman was wonderful. <laughs> I do miss him. We had a new intro, too. Or were they ever new... talkers, or did they show up just in time? Were they just kind of introduced as red shirts just to They die? were red they were okay. basically red shirts, yeah. But there was a horseman that mm-hmm. that got made dead. Yeah, they had a plan. They always, this, they always, these episodes always start with them in Robotropolis trying to do some sort of insurgent activity against Robotnik, and this one went poorly, mm-hmm. uh, and they lost two people like that, and they're very sad. And Sally's very frustrated, and she wants to, you know, she wants to do stuff. And and Sonic make like, and their dragon just very haphazardly mentions like, well, why don't we just go back in time? Uh? <laughs> <laughs> you guys keep fucking up. We could just go back in time. We're gonna just kill Hitler real quick and come back. <laughs> Bing, yeah. bang, boom, dead Hitler. And it'll be another deal. <laughs> and they're like, what, do you, what the fuck do you know? You're just a dragon. And she's like, it's Oh, yeah, what do dragons know about mystical things? Yeah, fuck me. Yeah. And right? she's really sassy, and I loved this dragon. Yeah, Dulcie's a pretty great character. Yeah, that's Cree Summer, too. Mm-hmm. I looked like, her up. Yeah, I could, she's I could, been in every dang thing. Yeah, very much recognize her. Um, she has a very funny line where they're flying around looking for the time crystals. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, she's like, well, it's just around the corner, I swear. I'm like, you said that 20 times. I said, well, uh, it's 21 now. Sue, sue me. <laughs> <laughs> she's great. Yeah, Dulcie also, uh, she comes from a magic world. And for some reason, Sally Acorn just doesn't buy that she has magic or that magic makes any sense. She's the she's the scully. Right, right. <laughs> where it's like you're talking to a flying dragon and, you know, not and your like best, and your best friend is a is a supersonic hedgehog. Right. And in 14 <laughs> episodes ago, you were going to the world of MAGA to like yeah. get the magic wind scrolls from the <laughs> temple. And now you're like, magic doesn't sound like it makes sense. So we get into this. They, they basically uh I don't know. There's a brief moment where they're falling. They get caught. It's it's annoying. Sally lets out this giant blood curdling scream that feels really out of place. And there's a I lot feel of stuff like, like that. in previous episodes that we'd seen, I guess maybe at this point, Sonic has just given up the fact that he, I guess, is everybody's car. Yeah, because he's does so <laughs> much. Just, he's just driving people around a lot in the in these two episodes mm-hmm. in a way that I, he was mostly off running around being Sonic the yeah. first couple of times we were watching him. Yeah. And he everyone just grabs a hold of an arm <laughs> and he just carries everyone. Arm. Yeah, uh, arms. So they go into this place and it's kind of like an MC Escher room with a bunch of like crazy right. staircases right. and Sonic utters a horrible line that says, I'm going to fire my travel agent. I, I wish I had. I wish I had the patience to <laughs> write down every single one. I could go back time of, and never hear that. Yeah, so like, I, I would have wanted to chronicle every single one of Sonic's terrible lines. But I, it's just imagine that it's every single line he says about. No character or plot specific mm-hmm. things. He's just quipping. I was for writing them down. Minutes. I wrote them down halfway Andy through episode that's one. Why, that's why his. That's why it took him twenty minutes to put his nose together. <laughs> no, that's no. I'm not fucking with you. I'm saying like that it was every line. It was every line. <laughs> I, I gave up partway through part one of this episode. I couldn't do it. Um, but there's like they get through, and there's essentially like the worst possible version of Wan Shi Tong from Avatar. Yeah, like owl library guard or whatever except it's just a creepy owl wizard head and it's tim curry yeah he's the keeper of the time stones (laughs) and they just have to answer a riddle and then he just hands up okay i liked i did kind of like sonic's answers to the riddles yes those were pretty funny he would have it's like a three-part riddle and he'd he'd do the first part and before he's even done sonic would throw in like a really bad answer that would involve (laughs) owls It's just like the first thing. It's like it's like because it was like you know uh, I walk it. It's it was a it was a sort of twist on the like I walk on two legs in the morning, three legs, whatever. Yeah, yeah, I I run and run but cannot flee. I know it's a half horse, half owl. (laughs) (laughs) I am often watched yet never seen, and when long I bring boredom, and when short I bring fear. And the answer was time. And right. Of course, Sally gets to be the smart one. If you're guarding the time stones and the answer to your riddles, time. You know, if you can isolate, like, it's a pretty good guess. Yeah. I think it's a bad riddle. It's not a good one. That's uh, a bad riddle. <laughs> so they get the time stones. It's basically no effort at all. And they immediately use it to go back in time. Uh, but Sonic can't concentrate. No. And they're trying to think about uh, the Palace Fountain, the year 3224. And instead, Sonic thinks about Palace Fountain, the year 32 Chili Dog. <laughs> And so they do end up back where they're supposed to go, but they end up a week later than they intended. Right. Uh, and they actually, instead of having a little time to try and deal with Robotnik, which they find out later, they uh, Robotnik is t- doing his coup that day. So and I fucked. think this was this was their lazy way of letting us skip to the scene where he, they walk in on Sally and and Sonic eating chili dogs, mm-hmm. which I I did like Sally. They're they're like they're doing the like well I I hate you Infinity I hate you Infinity plus one. Well, with disgusting yeah, chili yeah. dogs. And she says that 
equals MC squared disgusting. <laughs> That's, That's real science too. Real science. Checks out. E- the e- math checks out. On the math checks out. And I really like right after that because Sonic's retort is a zillion trillion jillion times cool, and the old versions themselves are watching, and Sally's just like, "Ugh!" And Sonic goes, "Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, I won that argument." <laughs> they had. A, there was another a little moment that I did really like when. Um, uh, at the very end, um, mm-hmm. Sonic is racing Little Sonic, and they get to this house, and and Sonic is crestfallen that Little Sonic has won the race. And so I was like, think of it this way: you won. And there's a, just a genuine like smile on his face. I did win. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, I'm me. I am me. That's fucking cool. I'm I'm the best. So so yeah. So we see little baby Sonic and Sally, and they meet their older versions, and, and they give call them some fake names. They get some fake names. Sally's Sally goes with her middle name, which is Alicia, and Sonic <laughs> Sonic calls himself no, Juice. My <laughs> Juice. My name's I'm OJ Simpson. Yeah, this is well before the Bronco chase. <laughs> I'm Juice. Yeah. <laughs> that's the dumbest. Well, it's especially dumb because that's the one time anybody refers to Sonic as Juice, because from then they literally call him Sonic with young uh-huh. Sonic in the room and and Little he, Sonic he does just, keep calling him Juice, but yeah, otherwise, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. He keeps calling him, but they're like, hey, Juice, what do we do? Sonic, what should we do? Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Okay. We need to keep the this time paradox up, is just... in full swing here. Look, they don't care about the space time continuum. Sally's no. the only one who keeps saying, like, we shouldn't change things. We shouldn't change things. And then at the end, she's the one who changes the but biggest thing. But they call attention thing. to that, and I thought that was fun. Oh, and Sonic's true. like, what no. about the space time stuff? And she's like, oh, well, what do you want from me? I already oh, fucked up. Oh, oh, well, well, I'm, supposed that, to take, I'm supposed to take back time. I'm supposed to go back in time and change what I've already done. You shouldn't change t- you change the past, but this is for a thing I want. Oh, so Why I'm did gonna. they travel back in time in the first place if not to change everything? I know. <laughs> yeah, that was what I thought, too. <laughs> <laughs> They say don't change they the space time. This is what you fucking did. <laughs> you were going to change the entire all of woodland history. I mean, they spend a lot of time doing But they wanted to have more show afterwards. So we, I think we, there's the, yeah. the tongue-in-cheekness is that we know that this is 20 it's gonna fail. This is not the end of the show. Yeah. They, they don't stop Robot Nick. They do Robot Nick. That was my joke. So that was my joke later. So, so when, when he shows up later, he's like, I'm not Julian anymore. I'm Robot Nick. But that's not a name that exists no. in the world yet. He's just changed yeah. the name to Ro- and yeah. Refer to me by my Botsona's name. And, and saying, like, <laughs> people should have said, like, his na- he, he says the name Robot Nick. They should be yeah. like, <laughs> and he didn't spell it out. Nope. Yeah. I'm Robot Nick. <laughs> well, and also, like, Robot Nick is kind of like, like, that's sort of like, like, it's, and and correct me if I'm wrong. That's Austin, like a Yiddish or, kind of thing, like a no good yeah. neck and like well, that kind like, of like. And Andy Russian. just and Andy just Russian? hit that second sure O is. about a million times harder than he does in the episode. Oh, Robotnik, yeah. but he's like I'm Robotnik. <laughs> he really, he really hits it. He really hits that. Um. So that that's what frustrated me most about this episode was it just felt like a waste of a time travel episode. Yeah. I mean, if anything, it seems a character we'd never met before who we were told is important, and mm-hmm. who, I don't know. I I've been yet to explain why that matters. I would rather see this as just a a prequel episode of Hey, remember what happened when we were young and ha- when Robotnik took over, and yeah. we just kind of see what happens because it's not that different from the course of events exactly. minus a few things. Well, we needed we what we needed was to spend a lot more time at the very least in these episodes with this this handmaid that that Sally saves. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, the nanny. The yeah, nanny. With, the mm-hmm. nanny with Rosie. Who Rosie who is kind of like the one win. So that from is this that's whole the one win, yeah. Thing. And we really don't meet her until halfway through the right. second it episode. Doesn't make, it doesn't, doesn't make feel any sense. important to us. Yeah. No. We care about the king because we've heard the king talked about before. And right. We meet him. It's Tim Curry. It's yeah, it's Tim Curry again. Uh and it gets thrown right in that portal. Yeah, so yeah. there's one there's one interesting thing here. Uh Right, so so then the king's not dead; he's in a portal. I assume. I assume right. that means that we right. can go get him out. Yeah, yeah. Like two episodes later, they go to the void and they try and save King Acorn. So, the thing is, uh, we learn we learn in this episode that Robotnik's old name was Julian. Uh, yeah, he was a court. Yeah, he was, science man. He ran their army, and then he was going right. to be like, I don't know. He's it, the Jafar. He was the yeah, Jafar. He was the Jafar. He had um, a silly hat. And as part of his coup, he puts uh, he puts Julian or no, he puts uh, King Acorn into the void, which is this other dimension that was created by a sorcerer that we don't meet yet, which is a little annoying to just sort of a sorcerer made a portal. And now you get to go be in it. Right. Yeah. We spend 20 percent of the episode <laughs> on chili dogs and then uh-huh. a tenth of a second on this giant portal where the king has gone to and yep. they tell them to leave. Like, yeah. Sonic gets, they get there in time to tell the king about the coup literally five seconds before it happens. Mm-hmm. And then he just tells them to go. And then it's so frustrating because we see nothing different. No, nothing. We see nothing different. If, if there had been like the first part of the episode got us to, what I'm saying is I've seen much better time travel. Episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is but that the, here, like we see the alternate future, you know, if yeah, we could yeah. see like, oh no, everything is fucked up when you got to go back the flashpoint. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know, it's could have been Flashpoint the, Paradox. The, the little praise I want to give it is uh, one common complaint I had the first time we were watching mm-hmm. uh, was that this is a show about a person. Well, the conceit of the show is Sonic the Hedgehog is very fast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's really bad. But so, yeah. But aside from the, like, of some, but aside from just animating him running fast, it's basically has never mattered. Yeah. And yeah. this episode, recur, you know, repeatedly used time and time crunches and things you got to do in certain time windows to make the make being fast important to the to the show. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And I appreciated finally. He does like, get distracted. Sonic, a we lot. actually need a Sonic this time because realistically, we should just never use Sonic because he's just, you know, <laughs> he's OP. He's just OP. But no, no. What I was going to say the other way is like, he's just going to be a pain in the ass. He's oh, a shit. Yeah. Uh, he's right. a piece of shit. Yeah, and we just not too. take him, and and time is such a non-issue in every mm-hmm. other episode of the show. That, like, who gives a shit? What's when having a fast guy when no, there's no time? Who cares? And this is the first time there was. This is the first episode that there was time. Right. Yeah. The other thing I didn't like was seeing the transition happen black to white, like a flips uh, a switch flipped where Robotnik, where Julian became Robotnik, and immediately he was in his outfit. Yeah, yeah the everything outfit, looked he like his a robot. Arm, but... Everything was Robotropolis immediately. Yeah. Yes. You know, we don't see any sort of transition stage. It's mm-hmm. literally like, no, this is it. This is now the future. Ironically, I thought that they signaled so hard at something they were that to me seemed obvious. Correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. Um, our 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 girl Bunny in the future is part robot. Bunny yeah. Rabbit. Yeah. Rabbit. We cut to her in the past, full bunny. Yeah. She's on the table. They're about to roboticize her. Sally and Sonic are in this tube talking about the things they can do to to like save her. I was pretty sure she was going to get half roboted. Right. Me too. She was going to get. And then she just gets away. By the end of this episode, she's still full rabbit by the end. And we, I think. Yeah, she's a yeah, rabbit. She's, she's full, she's, she's full she's rabbit. Not, she's not rob, robot she's, at all. She's no robot at all. So. And I don't know if that's like a they've averted that or like she was always supposed to have it happen as an accident later. Like, it's weird. I don't. Yeah. I fully agree. Like, that's a strange thing not to have done in that moment. Like, that really should have been story wise. That, that would suggest that they've always been a loop of traveling through time. Right. Yeah. 
Uh, the only other thing that I want to bring up, uh, only I am going to find this interesting. I almost guarantee it. So this is real fun. Uh, I can I can second that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this the storyline of this episode seemed very similar to me to a comic book story uh, from the comic book that I read and I remembered and I went and I found it and uh, it's this one. I have it in my hand. Oh my god, Visual he's holding AIDS. it right I'm now. I'm literally holding my breath. <laughs> Visual AIDS. It is pretty similar, uh, and it came out in the same month. I looked that up. Uh, it came out in the exact same month. I just found that weird. There's like some vague time travel stuff. It's got Rosie, that nanny. They've got to answer a riddle from a weird, like, strange creature. Like, there's just, it feels like there is, a, I don't know if they just stole it from the show, but it came out in the same month. I don't know. I don't, I'm just saying there's a crazy conspiracy going on. Also, I, I just really wanted to hold this up in front of you guys and see your uncomfortable faces. So here's what I'm thinking is that often you have like Marvel when they've got a movie coming out, mm -hmm. you know, like Show. they've got Infinity War coming out and they'll do like a similar thing that touches on just hits all the same keywords. Or and when they put used a to comic the video out. games of the movies that yeah. were like vaguely the movie. Right. Right. But so they'll do it. Pretty glad not that fat has gone away. Because, mm. you know, based on canon of like the comics, they can't just do the same story. Exactly. So they have to do something a little, you know, kind of the same. So people say, hey, that kind of looks like the movie I saw. Yep. And so, you know, you get some of that. I think that's kind of what's going on is they, they pump the comic out just in time for the episode. Yeah. Uh, I can't believe you brought that. <laughs> I can't believe you've done this. I will, I I will, done I will this. let you guys thumb through this at your leisure when we're done recording. Um, so, by the way, for the listeners, it's the Sonic In Your Face special from October 1994. Uh, we'll try to get a picture up there. Yeah, we can get a picture up. So, okay, now, uh, what do we feel about this one? How do we like going back? Uh, resounding no? Resounding no thank you? It's a resounding no thank you. It was a pretty strong <laughs> no thank you. I, I actually had some high hopes for this because I was really excited because you seemed excited for this episode. Well, it's like... It, it's I, like you I, lied right to our face. <laughs> no, you... This was the original concept of the show. I know. Was looking yeah. at the things we thought were cool and found out were not cool. They were not even way past cool. Right. They came out the other side on the bad side of cool. And mm -hmm. so this is just another example of like a thing that I thought was really cool when I remembered it and uh, was still a big poopy mess. The show was a poopy mess. Yeah. Yeah. It's just if you're going to do time travel, you got to make it cool. <laughs> you know, like make it. It felt so fruitless to they go and they, they spend a whole episode just trying to get to the past. And then it doesn't matter. They don't do anything. It doesn't yeah. matter. And we find out the one win was they saved some old lady we never heard about before. <laughs> Hey, Rory. Hey, Austin. Please do us a wonderful favor. Um, I would read the sponsor. I just don't want to. Okay. Yeah, um, you can did. you tell us about our new sponsor, Clip Clop? Clip Clop is America's favorite horse. <laughs> <laughs> he goes from town to town clipping and clopping, and uh, he wears a very funny hat. Uh, his teeth are his teeth are uh, sharpened uh, like a shark's <laughs> teeth. <laughs> And he gives those very, because that very fun toothy smile, like from that movie Finding Nemo, with those very fun sharks. I love this horse. <laughs> he clips, clops, clips, clops, and he walks. He walks to. He walks up and down the country, showing his very funny shark teeth. <laughs> and you might be wondering, well, like, how is that at all? Like, how are they? What is this sponsored by? So basically, there's a GoFundMe for Clip Clop. Uh, no. Well, no, not a bad way. He's okay. not. He doesn't have horse cancer. Okay. Uh, it's it's just that he wants. He doesn't want a job. He just wants to. He just wants to be a drifter. A drifter horse. So he's like a YouTube streamer. He's like a lift. Looks like a YouTube mm -hmm. drifter. They support my Patreon. He's supported by Patreon. 
and, and viewers like you. What is he going to use the money for? Well, you know what, Andy? The funny thing is most horse food is not... Is too you can't eat it with those sharp sharp teeth. Oh. He's got to eat. He's got to eat. He's got to eat raw animals. But not unlike the noble pug, we have not unlike ruined the noble an pug that beyond. we've destroyed beyond recognition. <laughs> we've bred it. We've bred it into a into some sort of Cronenbergian mess. He will tear up an apple and some. He'll oats. tear up an apple. He eats, when he champs on that bit. When he champs on the bit. The when bit he goes. He, when he goes. He goes and eats. He goes and eats tree bark. <laughs> <laughs> he strips it. Strips it from the cedars. Has he ever gotten loose and hurt people? Uh, yes, it's hurt many people. Clip <laughs> Clop has done quite a quite a few number of crimes. Uh, we unfortunately most of He's our an laws anti-hero. are well, <laughs> our laws are really not set up to properly police horse crimes. <laughs> and he gets away with so much, and every and he's become a bit of a local legend. Well, you know what they What's say. What's he gonna get up to these days? You can't become America's favorite horse without doing a few horse crimes. Without doing some horse crime. So the Boy, page- don't look this gift horse in the mouth because he's got <laughs> <a> very sharp <laughs> teeth. <laughs> so there's another. If you if you if what we've said, if we've just said is incredibly upsetting. There's an we I I've started a GoFundMe for uh, punish Clip Clop, punish the punish the shark horse, send him to jail, and you so you can go donate to Clip Clop, the very fun looking shark horse, if that's your thing, or if you want to just finally see justice, you can donate to to send this horse to crypt to to crime jail. <laughs> Whichever one you, wherever you feel about this, about this whole debacle, you can really vote with your dollars. Thanks, Rory. Thank you. All right, thanks for jumping back into the pool with us as the three animals in a pool that we are. We're in a pool? <laughs> we're in a pool because it's so hot outside. It's so hot outside. Oh. All right, so now we're going We're going into my show. The show I picked at the beginning of the whole series was Digimon, Digimon Adventures. Um, it was a bit tricky coming up with what to watch, you know, because we picked two shows in the backlog of shows that were more or less episodic, perhaps with a little bit of direction, but... Episode to episode, not a lot of too many too many plates that they were kept spinning between shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, Digimon uh, early on started kind of like that, but really goes to fully serialized pretty towards the late game. Yeah, and finding an episode that wasn't so ripe with context that was worth us also watching it was a hard pick. So we came with one that was like. It kind of cuts to the cuts to the chaff of what we what we liked about Digimon. It is sort of the, you know, kind of prefaced by a another episode that we, you know, we Andy's got a summary for. We were kind of able to to cut around half into watch yeah. it and talk about it on air. You'll you'll know that the stuff the zaniness of this episode sort of ramps up at a fairly reasonable pace <laughs> from the first from that episode. Because this one is full boom bananas. It is. Uh, and I think I like that you picked this one because it brings back uh, some of our favorite elements from the things that we did watch. Yeah, uh, the first 26 everything episodes. Is back. Everything's everything back. is back. And it's really wonderful. So uh, here's here's my little catch em up for uh, the last time on Digimon. Yeah. The last time on Digimon to get us where we are at. 
Uh, so as, as a result of a bunch of like really unimportant to mention shit, Matt has gone off on his own to kind of like find he's himself. He's doing his own brood. He's brooding off on his own. So he's separated. And Joe and Mimi have gone off on their own saying they've had enough of fighting and they don't want people, don't want to be around when people are getting hurt and they all that kind of stuff. They need a time out. They're doing a time out on their own. And so then the rest of the kids, including Kari, Ty's sister, who we only just barely met at the end of 26, uh, is, is uh, sort of the biggest group. And... Uh, there's a meteor that falls from the sky and the meteor has Edamon in it, but it's, but Edamon has been like biding his time and, and like pulling all his molecules back together and becoming metal. And Hey, if you forgot who Edamon was, that's a large monkey man with sunglasses who Who is also Elvis. Elvis. Yeah. Yeah. The monkey who is also Elvis. And And now he is also metal metal monkey Elvis. We don't have his fun train anymore. No, uh, but he does. He does have a big word written on his chest that I'm pretty sure is it's it's not like manliness. It's it's something like like maximum strength or something like written in red on his chest. It's pretty wonderful. Um, so this meteor with him inside falls from the sky and it injures Ogremon, who we see again. And Ogremon was kind of a, a jerk from first season. Um, and but all now he kids, didn't care for being hit by that meteor, did he? No, he did not care for being <laughs> being hit, and he got real hurt. And all the kids from everywhere everywhere see it. Uh, Joe and Mimi tend to Ogremon's wounds, and they immediately become extra super special best friends. Uh, turns out Ogremon's really like returning kindness, <laughs> which is a strange thing for a villain to tell you about their line. But like, that's like a whole deal. Ogremon's like that. Uh, He's and, very big on paying his dues. Yeah, he pays it. He pays it forward. I like the golden rule, and I also like killing Leo. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my two things. Yeah. Um, and so Joe and Mimi are with Ogremon and they're best friends now. Uh, the meteor opens up and Metal Edamon's inside and he picks a fight with Puppetmon. And Puppetmon is this big like. Puppetmon has been a villain for the, for most of this like little little season. Yeah, they're, they're fighting. Missed, yeah. Uh, they're fighting several big bads. There's like a big, big, big bad. And then he has four big bads under him. That are called the Dark something, the Dark Lords, the Dark Masters, or the Dark Masters. Masters, I'm sorry. And Puppetmon's one of the Dark Masters, so they got to fight him eventually. And he's like the master of the forest. And so Edamon kind of starts fighting Puppetmon. Uh, Ty and his group head and over. I think to... Myotismon was a Dark Master, or he might have been a no, pre Dark Master. Yeah, he's just he's just a cool other dude, he's a cool dude. Uh, and so Ty and the big group head to Puppetmon's mansion to go fuck him up. And then uh, Edamon is out looking for Joe and Mimi and Ogremon. And so the characters we're following are sort of in two separate spots at the beginning of uh, episode 44. And right at the end, episode 47, which is the one we watched. So right at the end of 46, uh, a, a saber Leomon jumps out of the woods. And now you might be thinking, well, Leomon already had a saber. So uh, <laughs> I just, you know, I'm not really sure what, what, what has been added here. Well, he's gone more like a saber to a tiger. Yeah, that's the saber that we're mentioning here. Mm-hmm. Not sabers like sabers uh, for your for, for writing. No yeah, sa- for, for cutting. No, 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 for, sab- no sabers for cutting. <laughs> no saber riders. <laughs> no star sheriffs. <laughs> uh, so that's kind of where we're at in forty seven. Everyone's kind of split up, and we are essentially like round th- three fight, and everybody's okay. going at so, it. So just to be clear, we haven't even talked about really the episode yet. No, nope. no, this that's is all build up. That's context for why we're even here. That's that's how difficult this is going to be to talk about <laughs> this, this episode. <laughs> I was so lost. I mean, it was, it was fun to be lost, mm-hmm. but also there's so much happening. But in the end, all you need to know is that there's good kids and they fight bad Digimon. Yeah, like, but some of the good, the bad Digimon are good Digimon. Yeah, Ogremon <laughs> turns into a good friend. And some of the bad Digimon are trees that sound like Marlon Brando. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs> 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 I 
yeah. Yeah, very briefly, one of these like characters that pop in that I know was featured heavily in another episode that we didn't watch. Yeah. Did have a Marlon Brando voice coming from? Yeah, like, it's the a great tr- it's just a tree. tree. A, a great Deku tree is very a very nice mustache doing yeah. doing a a pretty B a pretty B minus Godfather impression. Yeah, yeah. Oh boy, it's it's really juicy. Yeah, I want the <laughs> man. Wanted, I wanted him to be in the Kokiri Forest for Link when he go up and you just get a Link Marlon Brando. Hey, Mar- <laughs> Link, hmm. I've been nothing. <laughs> 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 uh so so yeah that's what we're doing everybody's fighting uh and in this episode Mimi and Joe end up taking refuge at the uh at the abandoned restaurant where we had uh back in Wergaruman's diner episode with that diner where that, Joe was fully traumatized I don't know why they chose that place to go back to yeah, but now it's been like fallout nuked yeah yeah uh, because okay, the other tiny bit of context is that there is uh, they went to the human world and a shit ton of time passed over here in the digital world. Oh, so a lot has gone down right. in between when they went back to Tokyo for a bit and came back because time passes different. Right, yeah, if you remember correctly, that um, when Ty came back to to the real world that we saw, he'd only been gone about five minutes. That's right. Yeah, in like a month or something. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Um, so yeah. Anyway, that's kind of where we're at. Um. I mean, what what are the things that that occur? Ogremon and Leo, Ogremon and Saber Leomon uh, have this like faded duel that never ends, where they just keep trying to figure out who's badder. <laughs> um, and and Metal Edamon kind of gets in the middle of that fight, and they end up going to the diner, like we said. And so they sort of spend most of the time at the diner. Um, and Mimi has Mimi's kind of like the the character arc of the episode, I think. Because she she's the one who's like really she changes at the end. Yeah, I guess Joe changes right before. It, 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 because it was not clear to us as a viewer from this episode alone that Joe is equally trying to abstain from violence. It kind of seems uh, like he's trying to spare Mimi's feelings, or like it sounds keep like her he's company. trying. He sounds like he's trying to. Yeah. Yeah. We're all winking at each well, other. We're all winking. I'm not <laughs> winking. I'm just observing. <laughs> I'm just obs- Austin's not winking. But he is touching uh, himself suggestively. I'm not <laughs> doing this thing. <laughs> He's just yeah, a happy handshake. <laughs> his his pants are of, off now. The burden of proof is on you. <laughs> um, but yeah, Mimi's the one who really doesn't want to fight. And then by the end of the episode, they've sort of come to the realization that nothing's going to get better in the digital world. unless. And not only that, that but we also see the difference between the Mimi that we saw right before we stopped. Uh, she re- she reunites with those frog and the frog in the tap. Yeah, we get those frogmons. And back. she really is really pretty upset at like how villainous she was in that episode. Yeah. She wants nothing to do with being called a princess. Right. Yeah. She's like, don't call me princess. Call me, call me Mimi. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which, yeah, it kind of shows... Show yeah. some growth on her part. I appreciated that. Um, and so they've got they've got a whole deal going on over there while uh, while Ogremon and Leomon try and fight Edamon off. Metal Edamon, I'm sorry. And I'm so sorry. we're spending most of this cutting between these two these two fights. One that we haven't told you about. Edamon's half of it. The other half is Puppetmon has cornered the rest of the Digi Destined mm-hmm. in some in some castle. Uh, it does. It's a, it does turn into a, a person castle later. Yeah. And if you want to know what Puppetmon looks like, he kind of looks like Gino from Super Mario RPG <laughs> yes, he does. and like a One Piece character who's also like carrying the cross up a hill for a Christian, uh-huh. you know, thing. But it's like it's not really. It's not a cross. It's like a. Right. It's a marionette. It's a marionette thing. Uh-huh. thing right. Yeah. Because his whole deal is putting strings on things so that he can control them. Right. So at Puppetmon's mansion 
turns into digivolves into Mansion Mon, basically. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I admit that that was his name. There was it's, so much happening. A, oh. I'm I'm making a, a goofy fun fun. It's it's, it's may as well what's be. happened. Uh, he's Mansion Mon, and it turns into a giant Mechazord. Uh, and they have to fight that. Everybody digivolves. Everybody digivolves like crazy in this episode. Yeah, oh, we get so, we, a lot. We get a lot. Uh, how did you feel, Austin? How did you feel about Andrew Woman? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when so we've got Angel Mon. Mon was already now... such a reaching sort of like tack on to be man, and I I knew this was gonna be coming because I've seen the show, but <laughs> even as a even as a kid, I was pretty I was pretty You're like not on board for on the woman. Yeah, for the woman. Angel yeah. Woman is bullshit. <laughs> yeah, and that's uh Kai. No, no, uh Kari's it's Kari's Gatoman becomes Angel Woman. Becomes Angel Woman, <laughs> which is just a lady version of Angel Mon. <laughs> And but I think she's pretty baller. There. I like I like her. Yeah, she's uh, it's just the name is pretty it's goofy. Very silly. I did look up some weird spoilery shit on accident for later, and apparently, in the same way that Angemon fought uh, Devimon, she fights Angewoman. Lady Devimon. A Lady Devimon later. Okay. I don't know if it's Devawoman, but it may, might as well I be. I hope so. No, it's called. She's called Lady Devimon. <laughs> <laughs> is it like a Lady Deathstrike thing? I guess so. I. Uh, I I had no patience for Angel Woman. Um, but everybody fucking digivolves. It's really there's a ton of animations for it. Uh and Agumon warp digivolve. Warp digivolve to War Graymon. Graymon. So mm-hmm. hold on. So you've got I need to understand. There's a couple guys we were meeting for the first time, yeah. This is yeah. a you've not met level, War Graymon. A fourth level Yeah, above digivolve. above Metal Graymon is War Graymon. Okay. Yeah. And we haven't met Zudomon either. Zudomon's new to Zudomon us. Zudomon was new. This is the That's evolution Ikakumon. of Ikakumon. Who is a turtle bear uh, with a with a Thor's hammer? Yeah, he's mm-hmm. a he's a hairy Blastoise. He's a very hairy Blastoise, and I <laughs> yeah. very much love him. And I'm very much in love with Harry Blastoise. <laughs> this, and is, Thor's, this is Joe's. He's got and Joe's, and he's got Thor's hammer. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. still interesting that they only choose to do 3D effects on certain Digimon. Yeah. So like they'll do a Mega Digivolve and they'll do the weird 3D, the garbage 3D stuff only for certain Digimon. And then others will get the same amount of Digivolve and they won't show it in 3D. And I don't know why. Also, I think it was fun. There's a lot of there's some fun play with the size of these Digimon. War Greymon's about the size of a human adult, maybe a little bit big. Mm-hmm. Uh, Garudamon, who is a lower Giant. level, is Giant. Lower level, she's Bergemon's evolution, right? And and, and War Greymon is about the size of her foot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's just massive. Yeah, the there's a fun thing that happens, and by fun I mean I found it funny and I wanted to turn it off. Uh, where Metal Edamon starts uh, bragging about how cool he is because he's made of some fucking Chrome, metal, Chrome Digizoid, Chrome Digizoid, Chrome Digizoid metal. <laughs> And he's made of chrome digizoid. I'm made of chrome digizoid metal now. <laughs> you know, you can't hurt me because I'm made of the strongest metal there is. Chrome digizoid. Chrome. <laughs> <laughs> and fucking Zudamon chucks Thor's hammer at him and it breaks. It like cracks the shit out of his chest. And he's like, what? How did you do that? And he's you like, said, you should have aimed for the head. <laughs> You're not made out of the only chrome digizoid, unfortunately. Which I thought yeah. was yeah, kind of fun. It's like, also chrome yeah. digizoid. According to Mo's scale of hardness. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I mean that's how that's how that fight ends up is that he gets ch- he gets cracked and then fucking Saber Leomon comes in and reaches his arm through Edamon's chest. Yeah, it he just blasts a goddamn hole through him. It's yeah, pretty. So, so yeah. the, he does that, then they cut back to the fight with Puppetmon. 
uh, War Greymon and Garudamon are getting their booties kicked. And I have uh, to. Sorry to interrupt. We some, we, no, we, I, just, I have to say the sentence some that I wrote down here about yeah. this. I wrote. I wrote. Mansionmon is getting the fuck attacked out of him by War Greymon, Angel Woman, oh, Garudamon, Mega Kabuterimon, and Angemon. Yeah. And Angel Woman. Oh, Angemon shows up after after Kari almost gets killed. Yeah. yeah. And now we've got the whole team. Many. It's way too many. But Mansionmon is enormous and he's taking up most of their fight. Um, do we have too much to say before Matt shows up? No. So Not Matt really. just walks in out of the woods and murders Pokemon and then dips. Yeah. In about 15 <laughs> seconds. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> and I assume if you've been he waiting says, for 10 he episodes, he says exactly for Matt bagel. Matt, Matt's only been gone for an episode and a half. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. okay. I kind of figured maybe it felt less. like it had been like a while. I would say so too. It was supposed to sound like a big reveal that no, Matt's so back. like two episodes ago or something. Matt and Ty had a big old fight, and Matt feels really bad about it. And he got kind of he got kind of Iago'd by a bad guy, and led mm. to make things. You know, he led to make things. He was led to make <laughs> bad things, <laughs> right. and he feels What's bad it about his bad things. Your brain <laughs> led to make things. <laughs> So he made a bunch of bad things, and now he feels bad about his things. And he, so he's been off on his own because he was sad about thinking bad. Yeah. Um. And so he comes back, and he yeah he murders Puppetmon, and Puppetmon gets this little flashback moment to talking to Cherrymon, our our Marlon Brando. Yeah. And Cherrymon is like telling him like, yeah, but the the Digimon is something you don't have. Friends. Friends. <laughs> he burns him. He burns him real hard. Because <laughs> I mean, I know the recurring motif is that the friendship is what makes these guys strong. But when when it's juxtaposed against like why the other Digimon suck is because they just don't have friends. Yeah, <laughs> it's very odd. It's very bullying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine an excited child who's just watched this episode try to tell a poor parent like what's what they've just seen. Well, and also you imagine know. you're a weird kid who doesn't have a lot of friends and your yeah. favorite show is just constantly being like, if you don't have friends, you suck. <laughs> God, I mean, I can only imagine because I, I'm pretty sure I don't know how much my parents have, have retained to this day about my Pokemon obsession. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if they'd remember more names than than like Pikachu and maybe Charmander. But like. I I'd probably talked way too much about way too many Pokemon, and they probably were like, "Okay, okay, honey." Everything they smiled and nodded, they did <laughs> not care. They died you were a little inside. Them inside. Every time that I made them take me to the Japanese import store so that I could get Japanese language Pokemon cards. Oh no! <laughs> how many? How many do we give them now? What? Six. Six seems really- six. <laughs> Six points. Six points. Well, it's a drop in the fucking bucket now. I've got like eight hundred. Well, then don't complain. It's Nine. Just- <laughs> I got like a thousand. You guys, it's ridiculous. All right, six points. Oh, well, maybe just keep your mouth shut about Japanese stuff for a little while. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Maybe, maybe, maybe we can talk about some sort of like debt. You know, you know, debt wipe. I am, uh, there's like some kind of community service. Loan forgiveness. <laughs> <laughs> we see a couple of people get iced in this episode. Yeah. We see Metal Greymon go. I mean, he basically comes back like. Cyborg, Frieza, and Dragon Ball you mean Z. Metal Edamon. Metal Edamon. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, Metal Edamon comes back for about as much time as Frieza came back in mm-hmm. Dragon Ball Z before he got cut in half by Trunks. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you know, once and, again, once again, there's absolutely no demerits I can give you for this. No, no because Austin's a good boy. Yeah, and Dragon Ball Z is <laughs> like a cool shot. That, <laughs> <laughs> also, Trunks had a sword and he's super cool. <laughs> you cannot tell me that Trunks is not the coolest and best. All right, please continue. Okay, so great. I was watching Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> so Dragon Ball Z is a great show. Um, 
so Rory, uh, our very first episode, you say the Digimon was the first time you remember crying, mm-hmm. and it, it was for Leomon. Is that no, right? No, 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 no. Yeah. Oh, Angel. No, 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 no. It's actually the very next episode was what I thought about watching it. Okay. Uh, but, but you didn't want to br- br- just open those wounds again? <laughs> well, no, I thought I thought that it would... I was afraid that the context would not... Like, I was... I believed if we watched their... If we watched their naturally, I could kind of really be there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I was like, I'm not sure if we skip ahead too much if that's kind of like cheating the audience of like, this is a sad... That made me sad. If you had watched the, the 20 episodes before, you would get it. Sure, yeah. sure. Um, yeah, you can't pull up a late episode of Steven Universe with no context and no. be like, did this make you cry too? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? No. Um... We knew that from the first episode that we meet Kari that she like struggles with chronic illness. Right, right, right. And it's like a flat. So she gets sick in the digital world and Ty has no idea how to help her. And it's flashing back to all the times that he was like a terrible brother while she was sick mm-hmm. and he didn't really get it. Mm-hmm. It's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty moving. Yeah. yeah. Well, is she cured by by the digital world somehow? Uh, no, I mean, she gets better because I mean. We already knew she gets better and gets worse. Like she just is, Got it. you know, yeah. has like a, some sort of autoimmunity. Yeah, just chronic <laughs> they don't illness, really explain yeah. too much why mm-hmm. she's always sick. She's got that lupus. She's got lupus. Uh, okay. How do we do? Child, How do we like, feel? Child leukemia. That's, that's a different dark? level. Is that's a dark? different level. That's worse. <laughs> How are we feeling on this one? This was a mess, and I, I remembered the the good and the bad of Digimon watching mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. I, I felt like I got a full concentration of why I'm glad I'm not watching this anymore, and also a bit of like, yeah, this was fun. This yeah. has some fun to it. And the absurdity that it's built up to, like, it, it packed a lot into what lot. we missed. Like they've been able to fit, you know, we were complaining that it didn't feel like a lot was happening, but like mm-hmm. when you realize when you skip 20 episodes, it's hmm. like not even right. Like I think yeah. about, we quit it around 26, I think. Yeah. You know? It was, it was about 20, 21 episodes. About 20 we episodes yeah. That we skipped. Yeah. So you realize just how much gets, gets, gets put in. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those shows. That I think because it sort of starts in media res and ends on a cliffhanger you can feel like no episode really hit a lot of beats, mm-hmm. but you're actually, you know, seeing, you know, seeing stuff happen. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Andy, thoughts, feelings? You know, I like Digimon. I can say that. I can say that now. I like this show. I think it's fun. The The only barrier that I have towards actually wanting to watch any more of it is that in the end, I feel like nothing's really going to matter. Sure. Yeah. And I think if I were to watch it sincerely, I would have to watch it in Japanese, right? The dub work mm-hmm. is pretty, pretty mediocre on this one. Also, just talking about it on a pod, if you've made it through our discussion of this episode, <laughs> congratulations. Congratul- because just going from Myotismon, Garurumon, <laughs> Metal Digi Greymon, Metal Gugumon, and Hootie and the Blue. We didn't even talk about Red Vegemon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, there's Red Vegemon. Yeah, Red Vegemon. There's just so much, and it's so awful to listen to. Hey Digimon, hey Digimon. Three boys, three ghosts, (laughs) three three vengeful spirits of these shows that we've we've re-examined, we've done, we've placed the salt circle, we've said the right words, we've buried them again. (laughs) How do we feel? Good, I like doing this. I did like this. This was kind of fun. I mean, we're doing we've done this for a year. It does not feel like it. Uh, it's crazy. We done. We pushed content out every week uh, for several people. 
Uh, yeah. For the moms who are out, for the moms out there who listen to our podcast. <laughs> but like, it's nice. It's nice to have a thing to do. I like doing this with you guys. We're already talking about 2019 and like what that looks like and what mm-hmm. we want to be doing in the future. We're like changing up some some uh, status quo, uh, trying to trying to keep things fresh for us. Uh, we're gonna finish out Sailor Moon and we're gonna finish out these shows for sure that we're watching. Uh, but. Man, I look curious through 2018, right? I think. Yeah, yeah. For, through out. near the end of 2018, oh. we'll have we'll have a good chunk of stuff. Um, I just this was this was really cool. I I'm, yeah, we hope you enjoyed our like summer specials. Oh yeah, this is the this is the end. This is the yeah. end of the summer specials. Next week we're going back to we're doing episode 36 next week. Hot damn! Uh, but and our our very obtuse numbering convention. Yeah, very <laughs> obtuse. We've done a we've done a year. We've done content every week for a year, and next week will be episode 36. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. I think the numbering is get, probably going to get even more obtuse in 2019. We're going to introduce letters. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do symbols. <laughs> episode. The episode formerly known as three. <laughs> <laughs> but this was great. This was great. I liked, uh, you know, it's, if anything, it has helped me reaffirm the fact that we made the right choice in stopping watching these shows because, mm-hmm. uh, I don't I, at this point I don't know that I'd want to watch another one for several more months. You yeah. Know? Yeah, I I really enjoy being able to feel like we've given them enough credit. Like we've gone yes. back to the to the end, the end of the run. And sure there are probably hidden gems or people be like, "No way, no, you should see the other ones." <laughs> but we've 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 done our job here. I feel like we've done enough work to. Uh, yeah, you you gotta go. You gotta watch the one where Kabu Terimon gets a uh, you know meets his mom you know, and they hash no, out their differences. There's like, no perfect way to do it. If we did one show and like cranked out three a week, you know we could get through a show in a month or at least like a, a decent chunk of it. Mm-hmm. Then we'd only be watching one show. You know, I mm-hmm. think that would be equally with its own with its own you know some negatives. Yeah, yeah. I don't hate throwing in a, a weird dinosaurs episode sure. every once in a while. It's like coming home and your dad has some chocolate so. he doesn't I, always I, bring home. My hope is that like <laughs> you know after we have this sort of large catalog of shows we can discuss sort of offhand like we don't have to assume that we're alienating the audience. Yeah. Then it'll be cool to maybe like just be like let's watch dinosaurs this week who gives a shit. Yeah. yeah. Agree. There'll be an expectation that, that they can kind of keep up. Yeah, and we're, you know, not to spoil things, we're not going to really talk about it, but, like, we are moving towards more of a... a more fluid. Yeah, fluid, like, like quicker in and outs on on the ongoings. Like, you know, we we watch, we're going to watch all 40 episodes of Sailor Moon. And yeah. Like, I don't know that we necessarily plan on doing any of that again. But we love the ongoings, but between only doing one a week and then also the specials... It just takes a long time. It takes time. a long... Yeah. Even to get through, like, 12, 13 episodes winds up taking six months. I mean, we've yeah. been doing Sailor Moon since, like, last October. Yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah, it's it's a it's a big deal. So I think we're going to be a little bit more nimble moving forward uh-huh. um, and and try and get like bounce around more to some of those other shows that think. I think yeah. And we've in. also learned that like with our original three shows that we kind of hated all of them, <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> at least a little bit in its own way. We hated them. And watching Sailor Moon has been really fun because it's a show we actually legitimately enjoy pretty much there through and through watching and it wasn't designed for us and we're watching it as adults like there's there it was up against it and mm-hmm. uh, i think we've said it before but i'm I, i'm perpetually kind of amazed at how much i'm enjoying sailor moon yeah. i'm completely unironically yeah. yeah so like having a show that we enjoy helps yeah. <laughs> helps us do one if we're gonna do it for a long time yes choosing that we're gonna just watch sonic or we're gonna you know like <laughs> it's so hard to sonic get through really does feel like doing your chores it does like i have to go yeah, watch, I have not, to watch sonic before yeah it's not fun <laughs> um so 
I think, yeah, it, we, we do shorter things or we pick another show that we can just really, really you know, sink into. our, sink our horse teeth into. <laughs> and really I wanted have you a to say time. sink our dicks into, but then <laughs> I really didn't want you to say it. No. And then I said it. That's nice. the bad Now I'm the criminal. <laughs> <laughs> now we got to air it out like a fart. <laughs> well, thanks for listening. Our, our podcast one year old. Uh, I hope that next year is going to be really fun. Yeah. Austin. Yeah. I think it's time for you to say that thing that we say at the end of everything, every episode. Oh, you know, of course we do. Yeah. And no, we got to say that thing. Um, I'm going to say it this time. Yeah. Uh, Can we take and that- a second to, Austin, are you sure you're ready to commit to a whole other year of doing these? <laughs> yeah, I want? am. What you want? Okay. Austin's doing them. There's the convention. The convention starts anew. <laughs> it does. It so does. the thing that I'm going to say. Rising like a phoenix from Austin's, Austin's uh, make things good. <laughs> Do good, do good things. Do good things. Make let good do think, man. All right, say your thanks. Say your thanks and get out of here. <laughs> it's the thing we say every time. So the thing that we say, the thing we always say, what we always say every time is clouded all the time. Just like his brain. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good day, everybody. Absolutely. Thanks for tuning in to our Summer of Specials. All through the month of August and a sweet little kiss into September, we've got a nonstop slate of just nothing but specials. Hot damn. If you like what we're doing, go ahead and find us on social media or on our website, which is satamtuesdays.com. S-A-T-A-M Tuesdays.com. And you know, this week was really fun, but next week, what do you know? We got another goddamn special. So I hope to see you here every Tuesday. Hey there, true believers. Sorry, I was doing some sort of Stanley impression. Uh, I don't know why. Uh, Thank you for listening to our final special in this summer of specials. We were incredibly glad that we could all get in the same room to do one of these finally, and I really hope you enjoyed it. Uh, We're taking a break next week, but after that, we are resuming our normal stees with episode 36. And it is just a real humdinger, a real doozy. It's a Sailor Moon Power Hour, where we're watching episodes 31, 32, and 33 of our favorite Lady Scouts. As always, if you like what we do, please leave a rating and a comment on iTunes, because it's really helpful. And you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and then you can go visit our website, which is satamtuesdays.com. S-A-T-A-M Tuesdays.com. Special thanks to our sponsors this week, Legal Do-Overs and Clip Clop, America's favorite horse. See you next week, y'all. Excelsior! I don't know why I tried it again.